Hey, historians. Welcome to the Venturing Miss V e-learning history podcast. My name is Miss Velasquez, Anaheim Union High School teacher, AP Human Geography educator, and e-learning honors world history coach. I'm obsessed with helping facilitate your learning of world history, support your online development, challenge your critical thinking, and help you understand your role as a global citizen in our world today. If you're look, looking to uplevel your historical thinking skills, productivity, time management, digital engagement for the school year, you have come to the right place. My goal of this podcast is to help you understand our weekly assignments, help you develop your own individualized learning plan for the week, and see the unlimited potential inside of you to succeed in our online learning community. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of guidance to understand voices of the past and connect to global perspectives of today. Let's go ahead and start off with our motivational quote of the week. This Monday, we had the day off in the Anaheim Union High School District to celebrate and to think about the importance of Martin Luther King Jr. And many of you probably participated in several events around the district, which was supporting our servathon. So the quote to think about, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But by all means, keep moving. So hopefully as you hear that quote, thinking about what that quote personally means to you, thinking perhaps again how you are going to keep on moving, keep on grinding, right? Trying to make that 2020 vision a reality. And also again, thinking about the message behind Martin Luther King um, Jr. Day is about service and love. So what is one thing that you can do this week to help serve, to help support yourself or perhaps other around you for the week? All right, let's go ahead and take a look at week three, historians. So when we open up week three, you're going to find that the title of this week is Imperialism at a Global Scale, and of course, Making Space for Our Imperialism Conference. So this week, we're really wrapping up imperialism with the conference kind of be our final assessment. And reminder, at the top of the page, it just goes over some driving questions that should be sort of put into a little bit of clarity at this point. So when we looked at the unit of the rise of imperialism, we're talking about why industrialized nations tried to venture out um, to start imperialism, right? The purpose of last week was to look at specifically the driving force behind imperialism in Africa. But I feel as you go through the textbook reading, looking at specifically South Asia, China, Japan, you're going to find very similar stories of economic motivation, political dominance, and ideological racist beliefs. Okay, another question that we were thinking about is how is colonization working, right? How is imperialism similar or different between the different areas, right? So we looked at Africa in depth last week. This week, you'll be looking at imperialism in Asia, Latin America. We also have one question, which are what are the causes and effects of the Mexican Revolution, And how did Native people respond to colonialization? Now, um, Mexico is featured in our 3.2 assignment, but I've also included this week a extra enrichment activity. Okay, the extra enrichment activity is titled A People's History of the Mexican Revolution. And there is a short YouTube video as well as a discussion post if you're interested in just expanding your background on the Mexican Revolution. 
All right, so let's go ahead and just take a look. Um, this week was kept light because the real preparation, a lot of your outside work will be placed on preparing for the conference this Saturday. Saturday is the day, folks. I'm super excited to meet and greet and mingle and discuss imperialism. So 3.1, excuse me, on this list will be focused on our learning journal, Google Forms. So the Google Forms, of course, are weekly breakdown, right? Setting up your calendar, thinking about your priorities for this week. Also asking you to look a little bit inward, right? I'm asking questions on personal growth. What are you looking forward to? Right? How are you doing with the Imperialism Conference? Um, for the daily reflection, uh, I put in just some, some habits to think about. Right? These are not graded. Someone asked the question, well, gee, are you grading me, Miss Velasquez, if I'm drinking eight glasses of water a day? No, but just waking up early, being active, drinking water, practicing gratitude, right? These are not student skills. These are just life skills. And so I just splash that in to kind of think about in your daily reflective practice. Okay. And then we have our end of the week reflection, which will wrap up by next Monday. Okay. Once you go through your Google Forms, then you'll find our second folder is going to be 3.2, which is imperialism in Southeast, South Asia, and Mexico. Now for this one, we're going to hit the textbook, right? We're going to look at some secondary source information. And I provided the textbook pages as well as a few videos at the bottom of the page to give you some more background. Now, you want to be careful in this case. The assignment is set up in a Google form, which will type directly into, um, into the actual Google document. So there is no Dropbox. You want to go ahead and click where it says My Document. And if you need to go back to it, you'll go ahead and click In Progress. Uh, and then finally, when you finish the notes, you'll go ahead and click Submit. Um, I've done this format before. You want to make sure you hit Submit. Otherwise, I can't grade it. So if you go in there and start typing the notes, but on Saturday or Sunday, you forget to hit submit, maybe set yourself a reminder or write something down in your planner to make sure you've hit submit in that case. Okay. If you go back to week three, then the next assignment will be open, which is 3.3, which is imperialism focusing on Asia. Very interesting story when we start looking at imperialism in Asia. China, uh, China excuse me, also files victim to European dominance. Um, and some videos I've posted in addition to the textbook talks about something known as the Opium War, in which at first China was very hesitant to open its doors to trade with British and European countries. And the Chinese perspective, they had remained mostly isolated economically and culturally. They didn't really find need to trade European products. It wasn't until Britain sort of forced down a product, uh, which is known as opium, that's sad to say, again, Chinese become addicted, and we see that China slowly but surely falls under um, the sphere of influence, losing economic control over its country. Now, for the discussion of Japan, the textbook will give you background information. I also posted some crash course videos. Um, looking at the history of Japan, also very interesting because Japan is very mindful. It watches what happens with China and sees European countries sort of forcing upon um, open doors to trade. So when an American sailor, Commodore Matthew Perry, will come into Japan and basically say, hey, we're looking to trade, we're looking to um, interact, or we're interested in connecting, Japan begins realizing, okay, we need to embrace this. We need to learn from what they're doing. 
We need to build up our military, industrialize, right, modernize our culture. In many cases, we see the Japanese shifting a lot of areas to more westernized culture in their dress, their technology, their naval. Um, and we see Japan also themselves becomes an imperial power. So the phrase comes to mind, if you can't beat them, join them, so to speak, when we study Japan. Okay, so the same process in 3.3, you're going to find a Google Doc. And you're going to go ahead and type directly in the doc. And then by the time you're finished with the textbook notes, you'll go ahead and hit submit. Okay. Um, three point or 3.4 in this case will be the weekly podcast discussion post. All right. For 3.4, these are the secret mystery questions that are woven into the podcast in hopes you're not just fast forwarding straight to 3.4. But for 3.4, there are two um, questions that need to be addressed. One, let's get to really the meat of it, the heart of it. What is your team bringing to share with the team for our international imperialism potluck? Okay, so I did send out a Google form last week. There's a sign-up sheet. We have some desserts being brought. We have some fruit. We have some candy. So we're looking for a few main dishes, right? It does not have to feed an army. It could be a small bowl of rice, a small salad, small um, dish of pasta maybe to share. Right. In essence, we're going to um, participate in the conference and then we're going to get to enjoy some lunchtime. Okay. So number one, I want to know what your team is bringing to the conference. You can just simply write down, okay, we're bringing enchiladas, we're bringing egg rolls, we're bringing spaghetti. Uh, And then number two question, this is content. The question that are featured on the page, the California State Standards and Framework. One question, the third question is, How was imperialism similar or different between colonies in Africa, Asia, or Latin America? Okay, you will need to go through the textbook. You'll need to think back through our imperialism in Africa DBQ. And you need to write a, maybe say, maybe two, three sentence. It's not a whole paragraph. Um, One way that either you can connect to how are they all alike? Why are they a similar story? Or... In some way, you can connect, right? How are they different? Imperialism in in China is different than imperialism in Africa because, or imperialism in India is similar to imperialism in China because, right? So you're looking for one similarity or one difference to cash in your weekly podcast post. All right, and then last but not least, of course, is our imperialism conference. So you'll find that I opened an entire folder, which is going to be 3.5. In 3.5, you'll find all the folders, same folders from last week, so if you're looking for those um, those forms. So the first folder is the project overview. Second folder will be project teams and contact information. The background paper, and I did get a few questions on the background paper. It is due Saturday. Right, So you don't have the full week. That's why I'm giving you time during the week um, to build that in. I've also provided, in addition to your online textbook, I've provided two PDF files that give you a different perspective, different evidence you could use um, to address the background of your particular country. So for example, if you're assigned Ron Jamal Roy, right from India, you're really going to focus your attention on taking detailed notes for imperialism in India because that's what is going to serve you for your background position paper. For the background paper, again, I've given you a five-paragraph structure. One, introduction, probably very similar to what we saw within the DBQ, right? The time, the place, the story. Okay, 
Body paragraph number one, what was imperialism like in your area? If I'm studying India, right, I might talk about the Sepoy Mutiny. I might talk about Jewel in the Crown. I might talk about Gandhi, right? So conflicts, so things that really relate to my particular country or region. Body paragraph two is all about the positives, right? There are some good things in terms of transportation, communication, education, sanitation, Lots of positives come from the world being more interconnected. And then, of course, we can talk about the negatives, right? The loss of culture, um, the forced domination, um, political loss of power. So what specifically was negative in your area? And then the conclusion, okay? If you skip back again, the second folder, which is open for the position paper. The position paper is more like the speech, right? The script Um, at the conference Every single team will get to present their perspective, right? You won't be reading us just the facts of the background essay. You will, however, be standing up in first person as a narrative, right? And I'm giving you kind of a, a guide or template. Good morning, esteemed representatives at the International Imperialism Council. My name is Shin Shin Bao, and I would like to introduce my team, if you have one or two teammates, and we're here to present my position on imperialism. I would first like to provide the council with a brief historical background of, in that case, Xin Xin Bao would tell the story about China. What happened to China? What were the concerns, right? What are the issues? So all that stuff you're researching, you should have at least a paragraph into your position paper. Okay, it's clear to see that imperialism affected my country, my nation, my region, my people, my tribe, my continent in a positive, negative way. Now, depending on your character, right, you might have a different perspective. There are some characters that are invited to the conference that perhaps would say that imperialism was actually a wonderful thing, right? Increase their domination, their power, the economy, trade, dot, dot, dot. And then overall, you'll have the closure, um, looking at motives, and then looking whether your team, your character feels like imperialism is a triumph or a tragedy, Okay, so that will be the last piece and that will be delivered on the day of the conference this Saturday. Now, the conference itself, I also posted the points. So sometimes people, I hate to say it, even though you should be intrinsically motivated to do well, sometimes we need some outside motivation. So the outside motivation on this one, number one, would be meet and greet your team, right? We've been working with each other since August. You've seen the names on the board. You've seen a couple Flipgrid videos. Now's our chance to get to interact face-to-face. Okay, number two, this conference with all the activities, there'll be a few, uh, will be weighted 75 points in the gradebook, which is huge. Think about it, most of our assignments, 10 points, five points. So this is a, a common assessment that really wraps up imperialism. Finally, I'm willing to provide 25 extra credit points because I understand for some of you, it, it takes some scheduling, right? There's some priorities that need to be rearranged for you to attend a Saturday Academy. So to respect that and honor that, I will provide the same extra credit that I would do anyone else and give you an additional bonus 25 extra credit points on top of the conference for mandatory in the gradebook. And then of course, at the bottom, did I mention it's potluck? So when you look at it like that, folks, it is a win, 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 win situation uh, in terms of kicking off our course for the 2020 vision. 
All right, historians. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here because I know you got a lot to take care of for this week. I'm super excited to meet you on Saturday. Did I mention that once or twice? It must be kind of important. Um, I did email you today. I will continue. I'll check back in with you guys on Thursday. Please also keep in mind the team conference is scheduled for um, Tuesday at 6.30 to 7. So I'll be live um, in person. In person, I guess you could be online uh, to address any questions or clarify any of the assignments for the week. All right. Other than that, um, if you have any questions, a few people did reach out regarding, again, where to meet. Uh, Again, the conference will be taking place in Anaheim High School. Um, The classroom that I'm located in is located in room 106, which is near the main uh, parking lot. Um, But if you have any specific questions of logistics, please feel free to um, email me and I'll go ahead and address those. All right, historians, let's make it a fantastic week. It is a short week in class, but it is a countdown week as we're gearing up for our imperialism conference. All right, have a beautiful, terrific Tuesday.